Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, what's up, champions? Welcome to Growth Mode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champions. I spent over 20 years in the sales game in the last three and a half, almost four now, running my own business. And I spent that entire time learning how to get better at sales and growing and scaling my business. Hanging out with me, as always, is my buddy, Kevin Snow, a sales and automation tactician and genius. I don't know what any of those big words mean, but it sounds like he's supposed to be really good at sales automation stuff. On his show, we always <laughs> debate all things sales, business development, growth, and scaling, and we dive in from the viewpoint of a extrovert and an introvert. Kevin, on this episode, what the heck are we talking about? Hey, Donnie. Hi, everyone. So I want to talk about uh, networking today, and specifically uh, pre- pandemic, we would network and you'd you'd get together with someone and have coffee and you would you would have your one to one uh, networking building event that way. Well, now we're stuck on Zoom, so we're now doing virtual coffees. So I want and I, I've had some lately that are horrible. So I want to <laughs> talk about how to do one right where both people get a lot of benefit from that time. Let's put this caveat on there um, as we dive into this, that 99% of the people in the world, I think, do virtual coffees wrong. Um, and uh, I agree. there's a couple reasons to it. Yeah, there's a couple reasons to it. Um, the, the biggest one is they go into a virtual coffee to sell something, okay? Um, let me explain this, and I'm going to try and explain it in a way that really makes sense. For me, every virtual coffee is a sales call, but I don't expect to sell a motherfucking thing. There's a huge difference to that thought process. When I sit down with somebody and we're going to do a virtual coffee one-on-one -on -one via Zoom, looking at each other through the screen, they're at their house, park, 
whatever. I'm at my farm hanging the fuck out, and we're doing a get-to-know-you. The moment, the point, the brilliance behind doing that virtual coffee is to get to know that person you're sitting across from so damn well that you could introduce them to your best clients, right? And they should be respecting your time to do the same damn thing. But here's the trick. Kevin and I do a very similar virtual coffee. I'm a little bit different than the way he does it. But um, I can tell you that without a doubt, I have a unique way of doing a virtual coffee. So I'm going to walk you through mine, then Kevin will walk you through his. But for me, I'm never, ever going to be the first one to go on a virtual coffee. All right. And the reason I don't want to be the first one to go is I want to understand specifically how I can help that person. Very few people are built like Kevin and I, and we fully embrace opening fucking doors for other people. I mean, we will literally dive into somebody's world purposely trying to figure out who we can introduce them to, right? It's just how we're wired. So for me, I'm going first, but it's beyond a little bit more than how they're wired. I'm going first so I can specifically see if they fit into any one of the realms of my products and services, okay? But here's the trick. I never get caught, it's not about sitting across from somebody and ever coming across like you're selling a motherfucking thing. And most people, because they lack the ability to walk away from somebody when they're sitting across from them, they lack the ability to respect somebody else, they get caught in this moment of, well, shit, I'm sitting across from somebody. I better sell them my shit. Right. So I'll start there, Kevin. What about you? When it comes to virtual coffees, where do you, are you similar? Or where are you different? So, uh, yeah, we're, we're really similar. I go in with the whole idea that I'm not going to talk at all. And I'm going to ask lots of questions. And because I want the other person to be sharing their life story. I want to know everything there is to know about them. And, and I'm doing it not so much to figure out how they fit in with my products and services. I'm really focusing on who do they know. Where do they work? What types of clients do they work with? What types of vendors do they have? And I'm trying to figure out their ecosystem and what their network looks like. And for me, it's to see if there is that ability for them to, to pass referrals. Yeah. And if... You know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and, you know... Oh, that's fine. Uh, so that's my big thing is trying to figure out what their bubble looks like. Yeah, because I'm I'm because I because I know myself and we talked about this last uh, episode about scaring prospects away by your genius. You know, if someone starts asking me questions about what I do and how I do it, I'm going to geek out and I'm going to go all in. So and that's why I focus my initial meetings with potential referral partners on who their network is and trying to figure out how they interact with people. Yeah, I've, I've got to put one caveat into what I said a second ago, that every uh, virtual coffee is a sales call. If they're a part of my networking team, like they're a member of Success Champions Networking, that virtual coffee is never going to be a sales call. That virtual coffee is going to be 100% who the fuck can I get them to and how quick can I get them to them. Yep. Right? Who can I open the doors for? So when I'm talking about a virtual coffee in this way, I'm talking a first meeting... 
off a DM, an outreach, a referral, something along those lines. Somebody else brought them to the table. First time we've ever met. If we've known each other, we've networked, but we just we've never jumped on a you know virtual coffee. Different conversation. So yeah, I mean, virtual coffee off of LinkedIn. I'm either expecting to get sold to, or right. <laughs> I think there's some opportunity for me to sell them. You know, uh, a virtual coffee with someone that I want to be a referral partner is all focused on the the network for me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, and and I, I so let's do that. So a virtual coffee with somebody you network with that you really want to dive into the Rolodex, which you should, you should be opening doors for them without even thinking about it, mainly because opening door for them is the right thing to do. It's not this giver's game bullshit. It's literally opening doors because you should be opening doors for other people and not be a selfish prick only looking for a handout. So, so I mean, and that's that's the, the portion that I think people screw up in their in their networking groups and everything else is they expect that networking group to be their prospect list and that they should be selling everybody and that's where they fuck up royally if you go to a virtual coffee and when you get there or an in-person coffee because we can do those again now and you pull out your pitch deck and start <laughs> paging through and showing I'll me pictures yeah it's not gonna end well i we're <laughs> That virtual coffee is now tr- turned into a training program where we're going to teach you how to do one correctly. <laughs> right, right. You know, but flip that to you know the person off of coming off LinkedIn is I'm a hundred percent using that as a way to get them. And look, as I'm going through that virtual coffee, it's either hey we're going to figure out how we should partner up. I'll put you in one of my programs. Or anything else, or we're gonna finish that call as long as you're not a douchebag. We're gonna finish that call and I'm gonna make introductions for you. I may not be making referrals for you, and I'll tell you the difference, right? But I'm gonna be like, hey, this isn't a referral, but I think you should meet so and so. You guys might have some good synergy. Yep. And you want a surefire way to piss me off? Let me do an introduction and then you reach out to me and go, look, this isn't a referral. No, motherfucker, I said it was an introduction in the first place. Take the fucking meeting, right? If I'm <laughs> saying you two need to fucking get together, you need to get together. There's a reason behind it. Yep. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm the same way with people. Uh, it was, both of us are looking at how people can connect and trying to fit. Yeah. You know, It's like a jigsaw puzzle for us. All right, how do these two pieces work together? What can they do? And I've had this conversation with lots of our members. It's like, well, you should talk to this this industry, well, you know, this would be a great referral partner for you. And they're like, well, I, why? And, and then I tell them, it's like, well, I never thought about that before. That That's that's genius. I'm like, well, yes, it is. But, you know, and that's what we do. And that, that's what you should be thinking about when you're doing a virtual coffee. Well, but I, I don't think people mean to be selfish by nature. I don't think that's that's their thing. I think I, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt they don't know better. Yep. And at least that's what I try and tell myself. And and I'm like, guys, if, if you would literally spend an hour of that conversation going, okay, tell me about your past clients. Who have you worked with? What industries were they in? What titles yep. did they have? You know, and why they're talking to you, pull up on your LinkedIn, pull up on your contact list. Or if you're old as fuck, pull up on your Rolodex. <laughs> and as they're fucking going through it and telling you what you need, who you need to talk to, 
then go, you know what? I've got a person in this industry. I haven't talked to him in a few years. Like literally a buddy of mine, great friend. We've done some tremendous networking over the years. I um, reached out to me not long ago and said, hey, I see you're connected to this CEO of a company locally. How well do you know him? And I said, well, you know, he was a client of mine for three years, a really good guy. But I got to tell you, I haven't talked to him in two or three years. And he goes, well, my brother is applying to work there and is a really good guy. And I asked him, I said, dude, is your brother built like you or is he an asshole? And he goes, no, he's, he's really built just like me. I said, stand by. And I went to LinkedIn. I sent that CEO a message and I connected first. And I said, hey, you know, James, we haven't talked in a while. Um, you know, I hope all things are well. But to get past the bullshit of niceties, I've got a buddy that I've known for years. I respect the fuck out of. He's a hard worker. He's an absolute badass. Um, and his brother just applied to take on one of your engineering roles for your company. And I said, if he's any as good as, as Jason is, then this dude will be a rock star for your business. And that CEO said, here's my email. Make sure you get me his resume personally. And he hired him a week and a half later. You know, um, but that's that's the, the value of it all yep. is, is you're always positioning yourself as the guy that can get people to where they want to go. And it, it's how it should be. I love that with my clients. Uh, when I was doing a ton of the local Twin Cities networking type stuff, and I'd be out and about, you know, all my clients knew that I had this huge database of people that I had relationships with, and they knew they could come to me and ask questions, and say, "Hey, I need this. Who do you know?" And it was it was always so fun being the hub. Yep. And it was all because I built these really quality relationships where I could make those recommendations and not have any worries about what's going to happen. Now being working now that my company's gone away more nationwide, it's a little bit different because people are like, Hey, who do you know in Philadelphia that does this? No one, <laughs> <laughs> but I know well, some people in Philadelphia. Let me ask, let right, me ask right. them that's who the they trigger, know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I had somebody reach out to me at one point for like a, a real estate agent in North Carolina and I didn't have anybody there. But I knew some badass networkers and connectors out there that I reached out to them. I'm like, cool, I trust you. If I needed yep. a badass, you know, realtor, who's that person there in that area? And they're like, without a doubt, this is your contact. And then I passed that name through and I put the caveat on there. Hey, my friend who I respect the fuck out of said, this is the person you need to be talking to. This is my recommendation. Reach out. Yep. My name won't be a whole lot of value in there, but tell them they came from so-and-so because they yep. don't know me, right? Um, now I probably will reach out to said realtor and say, Hey, let's grab a virtual coffee because in the future, if I need a realtor in that area, you know, I would like to know you more. I um, think the other thing that people screw up on their virtual coffees or even in person coffees is they don't leave with expectations for what happens next. Yeah. Agreed. They have the meeting and it was awesome, and they leave there. It's like, sweet, we had this really cool meeting. I'm so excited. They're going to be a great referral partner, and then nothing happens. And it's because they didn't set up next steps. It's just like that sales relationship, or it, it's just like dating. After that first date, there's always, you set the expectation of, do I call you again? Do we go out again? What's going on? And if and you so you know what's happening. Right. It, so... And so the one thing we didn't talk about is, you know, how do you do a virtual coffee when, when it's somebody you network with? It's really simple, and I can nail it in 30 seconds. 
sit down with somebody who's a networking partner, tell them to bring their Rolodex, you bring your Rolodex, and you spend the entire meeting making introductions for each other. That's all you need to do. Don't worry about diving too deep in each other's world. Open doors for each other, and it'll take care of it. So as always, guys, you know, I hope you got a couple of tips and tricks out of this. You know, make this a value, pour into other people, open doors for others, and you're going to be blown away at how well these virtual coffees do. And I promise you, if your business is struggling, it's because of the amount of virtual coffees you are not doing. These will absolutely transform and change your business. And as always, if you guys got any tips, tricks, any value out of this whatsoever, do us a favor and teach somebody else how to subscribe to, their, the, to this show. Grab their phone, open whatever podcast app they listen on, pull up growth mode, click the subscribe button, and tell them they should dive into the show. It means everything for us. We'll catch you next go around, guys. Stay out of trouble. See ya. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.